quiet, he says to the cursed devil, go and befool as many of them as you can with your voice. Go and befool as many of them as you can with your voice. And assault them with your cavalry and your infantry and share with them their wealth and their children and give them fake promises. Allah Almighty comments and says, but the shaitan does not promise people anything but deceit. And what is the voice of shaitan that he uses to befool people? He says, huwa al-ghina'u wal-mazamir. It is singing and musical instruments. This is the voice of shaitan. Therefore, brothers and sisters, I repeat and I reiterate that the cornerstone of why these things have been prohibited, why music, why alcohol, why fornication, because it is essentially preserving your Tawheed. The one who becomes obsessed with these things eventually starts fighting his heart now, is occupied with other than Allah. See, we mustn't kid ourselves. And we mustn't think that we're made out of some sort of wood or concrete or stone. The qalb, the heart that Allah has placed within you is called the qalb because it is that which changes, turns over. It, is, it never stays still. It is moving from one state to another and music manipulates you just as much as fornication, idolatry, alcohol or any other obsession in life does so. Why would a Muslim put himself in such a situation? Now see the bigger picture. What does music do? The stark opposite of this. It limits your horizons. And now you cannot see anything but the girl. And she can see nothing but the praise that she wants from boys. Wow, Allahu Akbar. The entire purpose of life and why we are here and death and the grave and the angel of death. All of this is now missed and they become intoxicated in that person, in that one individual, you miss the bigger picture of life. This is what, the, what, what music does. Ibn al-Qayyim says that it is known in the madhab of Abu Hanifa, Imam al-Shafi'i, that all types of instruments are forbidden, particularly in the Hanafi fiqh, whereby they said that even al-Qadib, al-Darb al-Qadib, hitting, hitting stems, stalks together, this is impermissible, including the drum. What, what do you have left? Ahmad ibn Hanbal, when he was asked by his son, what do you say? Well, you have the four madahib, the four schools of thought. They are also unanimously agreed that when musical instruments and singing come together, it becomes impermissible. So be very careful with what you're about to hear now. The one who deems singing and musical instruments coming together as permissible after somebody has spoken to him and explained to him clearly what is right and what is wrong and he understood what they were saying but insists that they are permissible this person is kafir this person is a non-muslim and that wasn't mentioned by a contemporary miskeen this was mentioned by Ibn Taymiyyah this was mentioned by Ibn Qudama al-Maqdisi al-Hanbali. This was mentioned by Al-Qadi Iyad al-Maliki. This was mentioned by Al-Bazazi al-Hanafi. And by others. That music has a pull. Music is very seductive. And for those who have grown up listening to it, it is very difficult to leave. The same way that alcohol brings about a certain amount of pressure, pleasure for he who drinks it. And the fornicator would say, similarly, music certainly has a pull, it has a temptation, it has a lot of desire attached to it. 
Does that make it okay? No. Because music is simply one of those tests, another one of those tests, that this life that we are living, with, living in is loaded with. And Allah Almighty being a shakur. What does a shakur mean? The most grateful. The most grateful. Allah being the most grateful will not allow a person who suppresses this, thought, this desire to listen to the music to go empty-handed. And he will fill his hands with something better. Namely in Jannah, as they recline on their thrones, they will hear beautiful sounds emanating from the distance with pitches and melodies and rhythms that their ears could never comprehend and they have never heard before. These, this is the music of Jannah and this is the singing of the Hurul Ayn. Wouldn't it be very silly to miss out on the privileges of Jannah because you had rushed to attain its haram form in dunya? Why is it that music is coming up now and being discussed so heavily? Why now? Let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. If, if the norm here in the West wasn't music, let's assume in a crazy scenario that they hated music. Music was seen as something taboo. Would the Muslims be speaking about music today? Would we have these, would we have brothers standing up in Islamic Nasheed concerts singing for Syria and Burma? Would we have this? Would anybody be looking at the opinion of Ibn Hazm, may Allah have mercy on the scholar? Would anybody? No, they'd be like, what's this? Opinion that goes against the consensus of the scholars of the last 14 centuries. Astaghfirullah ibn We don't work with this. We work with the hadith of Sahih al-Bukhari. But now that we live in a time where it's about music and it's about rock and it's about... Ah, oh, well, hold on a minute. Well, let's try and reinvent the wheel. Let's try now and revisit what the scholars may have missed 14 centuries ago. Subhanallah al Why now? Why is it that it is only today that the aspect of women leading men is coming up in salah? Why now? This never happened previously. Why is it being discussed and unearthed today? Because we're responding, we're reacting to a pressure, a societal pressure. Why is it that the aspect of the hijab is being discussed today? Free mixing, a big issue now amongst the Muslims community. They don't want to, they don't want us to start free mixing. Why today? Because we are reacting to a pressure and the Muslim is not a reactionist. Not the caller to Islam, but he invites others to adopt the perfect way of life.